the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Hey everybody, welcome to the Andrea K Show. This is Gary Quackton. Oh wait, Andrea's here tonight. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step in so quickly there. <laughs> hey man, if you want to take over the show tonight, hour two, go ahead. It's Taco Tuesday. I have not even had my taco yet. And I got a good taco shop down the road. Man, it's oh. Taco Tuesday. I haven't had my taco either. Do you? you but, do you even eat tacos, man? I, you know, oh heck yeah. You, oh, Gary's a fine purveyor of food. He does, are you yeah. serious? Because uh-huh. you don't look like you got an ounce of fat on you, man. If you're eating tacos, it's probably of the gluten free, no That's fat what variety. Biking he does does for no, him. no. I love tacos. Tacos are great. They corn tortilla <sighs> and the good meat and stuff like that. No, it's good. Yeah, it's all about balance, AK. It's well, all about balance. This is I true. don't have twelve of them. I, I like. I'll have rolled tacos to everything okay three of them instead of five you know yeah lots of good food well mm. i yeah i mean i think sometimes i gotta go four on the roll tacos depending depending on how big they are sometimes i gotta go yeah. four I'll, I'll do the five but then i just won't eat anything else the rest of the day well i also i gotta have a side of frijoles with my with any taco i have i gotta have a side Here, of you want to pick up some uh, mexican food and bring it to the yeah. studio yeah <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick up Yesenia's. It's right right down the street from me. Yesenia's best Mexican restaurant ever. Oh, my God. We have so many. I'm not a me- Mexican food snob, by the way. I mean, I'll eat everything mm-hmm. from Taco Bell all the way up to some of the high-end, like, That's another great thing about San Diego. Yeah, it is. In fact, oh, San Diego, yeah. I would be super jealous of my hair gal, Miss Monica, who abandoned me with her husband, Jorge, who worked for Airboss here. They got re- got offered a, a chance to go to, to Italy for two years oh, with the Navy. And one of the first things I said to her when she told me was, do they have Mexican food there? Because as much as I love Italian food, I don't want to live, I, I don't want to live in a world without my Mexican no, food. No, no way. She's like, no. well, she's, she, you know, she grew up uh, it, in Tecate. She's like, I'll just have to make my own. Yeah. I mean, Andrea, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I think you can get good Italian food, lots of different places. Good Mexican food, on the other hand. Now that's a pretty mm. that's a pretty SoCal thing. It, it exactly it is, it is. All very right. much SoCal, very much SoCal. Absolutely, and that's yeah, it, and, and it's one of those things I can't really live without, and people no. really enjoy. I go other places, I go, mm, this is okay. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, we we have a lady that helps out, and she comes and um, does some of our house cleaning stuff, mm-hmm. and um, she oh love the she rewards the you with some good Mexican food. <gasps> she brings mole, homemade mole oh, without chocolate in it, which is interesting. Because she has a bit me. of chocolate, yeah, and then she um, had ma- she makes tamales, what you know, three or four different flavors. Oh, yeah, it's man. really good. And it was funny because we said, so Marta, um, when you and Pedro, when you guys eat uh, Mexican food, where do you go? She's Yesenia's. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Official. 
Okay, I'm going to have to check out Yesenia's. All right, so Quack, GQ, Gary Quackenbush, GQ Law, heard every day here at 2 p.m., Word on Wealth. By the way, I'm loving the new picture they're about to hang on the hallways here. I know. GQ's got a spot on the wall along with me and Gorka and everybody else in the hallways here. Oh, man, you're making me sound important. Well, you are important, man. Mm. Um, Do you have any any wacky laws for us this week for Quack and the Whack? Well, if not, that's okay. I do. This one is kind of, this one is really odd, so it's not quite hilarious, but it's going to have, it It hits a lead into what we're going to be talking about with oh, our estate okay. planning twist today. Okay. Um, so this is in New Jersey. So in New Jersey, it's illegal. It, well, it's, so in the state of New Jersey, it's a third degree crime to wear a body vest while engaging in the commission of or the attempt to commit or flight after committing an att- uh, a murder, manslaughter, <laughs> robber, sexual assault, burglary, kidnapping, criminal escape. So I think it's really kind of – it's nice <laughs> that they have these protocols for if you're going to murder someone, you can't do it with a bulletproof vest on. You must uh, – Really, I, 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 I'm, I'm. Ver- you have finally made me go. I, I'm bizarre. I'm, ver- I'm verklempt. I, for the uh-huh. life of me, I don't understand. It is so. Are, are they saying it's okay? No, you cannot. <clears throat> if you wear, it's a third degree crime to wear a body vest, like body armor. So it's not a third it, degree dur- crime if during he murders or after. But if, I, I'm confused. So, so uh, sorry for interrupting, but I, I'm, I can't get wrap my head mm-hmm. around this. So, so it's, so it's, it's. It's worse if you murder somebody wearing a bulletproof vest than it is yes. if you murder somebody without a bulletproof vest. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> See, it's a third degree crime. So that means, so they could, basically, it, it's something that would amplify the crime, I think. So if you, if, if somebody, you know, if you went in and they said, oh, that's, you know, that's second degree murder. No, because I had a bulletproof vest on, so actually it's first degree murder. I just, it I don't just, understand this. I understand amplification, things like lying in wait is an extra charge mm-hmm. if they, if they find that you were lying in wait yeah. um, to commit a crime or um, that you committed kidnapping in the course of murdering somebody. It's an extra charge. I'm not sure why because the person's dead. But but I mean, the bulletproof vest, this has to have something to do with the with, you know, the Sopranos and the New Jersey mafiosos. Right. Yeah. Like we can't stop these boys. Every time we shoot them, they got the vest on. You know? I think they have to have the opportunity to be able to take the person out. Is it's it Gary? There. Is it Gary Quackenbush or was that Henry Hill from Goodfellas? I don't know. Yeah, forget about it. Forget, forget about, about it. it. Yeah. So, so that so does funny. actually so tie anyway, in a little. Go. Yeah, that does tie in a little bit too. I, I just I, my mind goes yeah, to because. Well, okay, but see, it ties in. So we have to get the tie in. The tie in is. It's not a crime. In fact, <laughs> so dumb. If you're going to commit a crime <clears throat> that could lead to incarceration or imprisonment or that same thing, right? If you're going to commit a crime that could get you put away, make sure your estate plan is in order. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> As I heard you say that, I'm realizing how weird my brain is. That I because that's what you asked me to do. I actually, Gary. So if somebody's going to go to jail, should they have an estate plan? I'm going, Andrea. Andrea, what did you do? (laughs) Okay. By the way, I've done nothing except I'm a true crime fanatic. I've been watching the Murtalk, the Murda. 
it's it's Alex Murdaugh, but it's pronounced Alec Murdoch, and that's because there's a lot of southernness going on in this trial because it's in South Carolina. He will go to jail for the rest of his life on financial crimes, regardless of whether or not he gets convicted for killing the wife and the kid. But there's that. There's the fact that there's um, uh, Erica Jane. Let's talk about. Okay, so instead of somebody like I was thinking, Alec Alec Murdoch, who basically the reason why the motive for the state is alleging his motive for killing his wife and kid was to try to prevent the truth of his financial crimes coming out. And I'm thinking, couldn't have some better estate planning, but been couldn't estate planning been a better route, right, to protect the money, you know, instead of instead of killing people. But then, uh, you know, then there's then there's a scenario of Erica Jane, who was married to Tom Girardi. He's just been charged with more, even though he's he's uh, senile and and has Alzheimer's allegedly. And she I'm not and and I don't believe that she knew. I I absolutely am convinced that he was able to hide all of his crimes as an attorney from his wife. And yet look at how her life has been blown up financially. So there's all these scenarios in which I'm seeing these high profile people. And even I've known certain people in my personal life that were railroaded by a U.S. attorney that tried to get them convicted for a crime they didn't commit. And there's all kinds of scenarios, Gary Quackenbush. I know it sounds weird, but there's all kinds of scenarios in which somebody or their family member or husband could be facing prison time. And and I got to be thinking, is there a way that that could fold into good estate planning? Okay, I think regardless of whether you're going to prison or not, um, it. I mean, it. Everybody needs to. You have to be able to take care of the people that you're supposed to take care of. So yeah, I, I'm just kind of imagining after you brought it up, I'm imagining this scenario because usually I say, <clears throat> so, so kind of what got you to, you know, what got you kind of inspired or motivated to get your estate planned? And I can imagine the guy said, well, yeah, I'm just about to commit a murder. You know, it's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, let's hurry up and get this done. So when do you, well, that would be within the next couple of weeks because that's our typical turnaround time, sir. No, three weeks would probably be good enough. Yeah, take me that long to set things up. Like, okay, well, um, and I need to be paid cash, but not, you know. Of course, you don't want, uh, yeah, you know, and make sure they're unmarked bills. Mm-hmm. My gosh, so crazy. But it's like, it's with anything, regardless of whether you're going to go to jail or die or get sick or whatever, it, if you don't have things in order, it, it makes it really difficult, I mean, even worse on the people that pe- depend on you. So if it's not like Murdoch, it's like, well, you know, the people that depend on me killed, which is sickening, but... But it's like if something was going to happen like that and you think, oh, no, this is going to happen, you know, this is coming down, whatever, you got to have your affairs in order. Um, you know, it, 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 like I've had to deal with people like we try to get something signed while somebody's in jail. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's just a nightmare because yeah. you know, to get a notary there, we have a mobile notary and everything like that. And you have to make an appointment. It's just, it's really intimidating. It's a lot of work. And, and most people aren't going to use their last dime to call an attorney. So it's very, it's very difficult to get it done. It's not that we're unwilling. It's just a pain in the neck. And it's like, oh, and by the way, it's going to cost you, you know, two or three thousand dollars. Oh, I don't right. have any money. I'm in jail. So, so it's well, like, yeah, yeah. And the, like, excuse me for interrupting, but I'm flashing yeah. on another scenario. Martha Stewart still had to keep 
keep her businesses going when she was, yes. and she was not convicted of a, of uh, the act of, or of insider trading. She was trading. She was convicted for lying to the FBI about one email and went to jail for six months. This is why I tell people don't answer any questions of anybody. She she still had to keep her businesses going for six months. I would imagine that involved some some planning, also involving her estate, not just business planning. There's also the scenario of all these people, 800 people that were dragged for this January 6th thing and thrown into jail. You just never know what circumstances are you where you're going to be, where you're not just, and I was thinking that there's all, obviously dying is the main reason for estate planning, but I got to be, there's got to be all these other scenarios where people are just suddenly not in their life or taken away, and there's got to be planning for that. So what, what beyond, is there anything different for this scenario um, for estate planning beyond trust and wills, or is it still all the same stuff? Trust, wills, power of attorney. You know, if you think you're going to be away for a while, then a power of attorney. And I think, I mean, that's something that that I really, you know, because while you're away, like Martha Stewart or anybody else, I mean, you know, even white, white collar crimes, it just makes it, you're away and you're away, you're, you've lost your freedom and you're going to be behind bars and you're going to be restricted. So if you, if you need to have business transactions and things going on ahead of time, you have somebody that could function in your absence. And it may be now, you know, it's, it could have been an absence of incapacity. It could have been Martha right. Stewart got really sick and she started to run her business, but she had other people that could do that. So I think with any any of us, we just can't expect that life is going to go on like it is. I mean, 70% right. chance of, of becoming incompetent or incapacitated, 100% chance of dying. We just don't know when. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was out mountain biking Wednesday, loved to mountain bike, and and was on a trail. Literally, crazy, crazy story. I'll just give you like super quick version is my friend and I, it, it was, it like rained Tuesday night, so we said, well, let's go Wednesday to this particular area that we ride, and it, it works really well, even if it's wet. The dirt's, you know, good and stuff like that. So he, he, uh, in the morning, he sent me a text and said, hey, do you want to just do a double, a double lazy and go get donuts? We'll skip Ooh, riding, we'll go get donuts. You got my attention. And I just said, <laughs> but I said, no, let's, let's just do an easy ride because I was a little, little bit tired anyway. Let's do an easy ride. So we thought we'd go for half an hour instead of an hour. So we're on these trails that I have been on literally dozens of times. I hooked my pedal going down this hill. Um, it's kind of a complicated trail, but what I've does that mean? Hook your pedal. What does that mean? My pedal hit like a bush. Okay. It was about a okay. trunk of a bush. It was about inch and a half in diameter. And what it does is it throws me off. So I'm over the bars of my bike, <gasps> and all I remember is when I when I I remember being on my face on this trail. Now I wear <gasps> a lot of stuff. I wear I have a full face helmet. I have um, you know I, I wear goggles and elbow pads, knee pads, shin guards. I wear you know hip armor and all that kind of stuff. You're like boy in the bubble riding a bike. Yeah, and I so because I crash a lot. That's just that's just kind of me. That's my nature. I overcompensate my incapacity or my inability with like more adrenaline, and then I can get things done. So I ended up smacking my face. I mean, <gasps> really hard. Oh no! So I worked that day. I kind of didn't feel really well. I went to urgent care at night. Spent about three hours in urgent care, and then they ended up X-raying my head and said, "Ooh, we need you to get a CT scan." So I got my my a oh brain my, scan. Oh my gosh! To check it out, and they said, "Well, you know, it looks like you know it looks like you're good." And then I got another call that said, "No, now we need a, a, another scan." So it's like 
I'm looking at that going, yeah, I'm fine. I'm in this chair all the time. It wasn't even a difficult try. I, we were trying to relax, have an easier ride, and that happened. And it was wow. like, it was sudden. It's like, you know, people look at me and go, gosh, you wear a lot of protective gear. Why do you do that? Well, because of what just happened. Yeah, for sure. You know? So, I mean, and it, and it could have, for me, it's like this big reality, like, oh, gosh, that could have been bad. I, I could have literally, you know, become incapacitated or I could have addled my brain enough mm-hmm. to where I had, you know, some type of a concussion or a semi-stroke or something like that. Uh, and so I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's, it was just this really big dose of reality. Like, gosh, dang it. And it doesn't matter that I'm bi- biking. I mean, that's, that's a risk. I think it's less risk than riding on the street, you know, uh, 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 street bike riding. But, um, it's not like I was doing some, you know, hundred foot long jump or anything like that, that, you know, that's, that's for another day. This was an easy day. Wow. Just goes and to I show you never know. I mean, you uh, never know. a guy that I used me, to work I with. always feel invincible. I, I, I started <laughs> the thing, Andrea, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I like people will tell me. So, um, about maybe five years ago, it started really bug me. People go, so, um, so what if, what if you die before I do? And I go, well, that's a stupid question. Why would I do that? <laughs> you know, and I and I'm looking at this guy going, he's 40, I'm 60. I go, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, good chance. Well, you never you know, know. No, I'm not going to practice law for you know until you die, sir. Sorry. Well, right. It was just really weird. But people, you know, because I'm that age, and people are like, yeah. I'm someday going to die. Well, you never know because a guy I used to work with um, many years ago at Pitney Bowes Management Services was with his family on vacation at Rosarita Beach riding horses. He got thrown from the horse, hit his head on a rock, and died. On the spot. It just, you know, he was probably 38 maybe. Yeah. It's just, you just never know. We don't know. And what what you, what gets left, I have a will, a trust, healthcare power attorney, you know, Mm -hmm. healthcare directive. I've got financial power attorneys. I got everything, got my, you know, everything set up. And if it happened, if I became incapacitated or died, my wife's fine. Yeah. You know, the law practice would be horrible because you have to wrap it up. But it's like, but you know, but at least I have that stuff in, in and, order. And and should you go to the pokey, you got it all. You got it all ready, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And then the missus can just go and enjoy life, right? With you in the pokey, exactly. I'm sure she'll visit occasionally. So, all right, Gary Quackenbush, thank you for thank the you, giggles. Andrea. How can people get a hold of you? They need to get they need to get all their affairs in order. Whether get them in order, you yeah. guys don't wait. Eight five 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 hundred trust. All right, my dear. Five hundred trust. And text me and text me the Mexican restaurant because I got to go check it out. Yesenia's or whatever it is. All right. Yes. All right, my dear. Take it easy. Yeah, you know I'm hungry now after this. I know, right? I know. I got to go to Yesenia's right now. Teasing me. Enjoy the rest of your show. Thank you, darling. All right. Goodbye. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Your daily dose of non-clarity from Joe Biden. I have no idea what he was saying to a bunch of nurses, and um, they didn't seem to know either. And we'll share that with you when we come back from the break. of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. The preceding show was pre-recorded. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. So guess what Biden was up to today, Skins? 
He was in... Uh, I was going to guess sleeping. No. <laughs> no, although it's interesting because Jen Psaki was bragging the other day, supposedly on some some show she was on. Remember her, former pre- press secretary? You know that diversity hired KGP. P or whatever her name is, Karine Jean-Pierre, is bad. When you long for the days of Jen Psaki behind the podium. Anyway, Jen Psaki was saying the other day something about Joe Biden and how he never does anything before 9 a.m. And it's like, yeah, gee, um, you know, Kel Surprise. Um, anyway, he was busy today, evidently. Uh, and by the way, Joe Bi- before I announce what Joe Biden did today with an executive order, I think we all understand that Joe Biden actually doesn't come up with anything, any idea. He doesn't craft anything. He doesn't write anything. He is literally the White House occupant version of Weekend at Bernie's, literally propped up and brought before a microphone to basically stutter and sputter and try to explain what somebody else has told him that they've done and what decision that they've made. I can't imagine there's anybody in this country that actually thinks that Joe Biden is actually performing anything, making any decision, writing anything, etc. He is absolutely not in control. But you know who is controlled, uh, controlling things? The Marxist in... Uh, the U.S. government, and some of which include the uniparty uh, system. So today, um, he has signed an executive order uh, be, uh, using and exploiting the um, Monterey Park shooting that happened recently. You know, they couldn't turn the Monterey Park shooting into a hate crime legislation as much as they would like to, because, you know, the only thing that's considered a hate crime is when a person of color is killed by somebody who's considered not of color. But it's not a hate crime if one Korean man goes and kills other Koreans. It must have been an act of love then, I guess, when he went in there. Just a a side note of why we should not have hate crimes legislation and elevating some victims is more important than others. Everybody who lost a loved one in Monterey Park was pretty was is just as devastated as if that had been a black person killed by a white person. Pain is pain and it's colorless and colorblind. And so should our justice system be. But in the false quest for justice, we know that they're always using there's things that they could do to keep to keep Americans safer. We already know that. Like in the schools, they always they always tell us if we could just save one child with gun control. Well, you know what you could save one child with and a lot of children with hardening the schools. Uvalde, do I need to remind everybody what happened at Uvalde? None of that had anything to do with gun control. A hundred percent had to do with a, a school that was easy for an insane person to get into with whatever weapon of choice and a bunch of feckless police and law enforcement people that stood outside and let children be picked off. But the left doesn't want to do anything to solve problems. They want to manufacture problems so that then they've got an excuse to get control. So today, Biden announced a, a an executive order that aims to increase the number of background checks to buy guns, quotes, promote better and more secure firearm storage, and ensure U.S. law enforcement agencies are getting the most out of a bipartisan gun control law enacted last summer, reading here from uh, CBS News. Remember that bipartisan gun control bill that, that uh, the Republicans couldn't wait to rush and sign? That was while basically, I mean, literally, I don't think all the family members have been notified of the children that were slaughtered in Uvalde. 
before Republicans joined Democrats to rush to blame guns on it, which and 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 pass legislation that was going to do nothing to protect children and was only going to destroy the constitutional protections of all Americans. And sure enough, I said the day of the shooting that video was out there was telling me that this was an issue of, first of all, I've already said what the issues were. Then you fast forward. Why don't they protect children in schools? Why don't they do other stuff? Because they they need to have victims that they can exploit for power. So now after that bipartisan gun control handed to them by the Republicans, that wasn't enough because it's never enough, right, Skins? Because it's death by a thousand cuts. And ultimately, they want to kill us. What's the thousand cuts going to get to? What's the end game for them with gun control? Confiscating our guns. What's the step to that? Universal background checks and then a gun registry. He says today, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm announcing another executive order that will accelerate and intensify this work to save lo- more lives more quickly. The executive order directs the attorney general to increase background checks by cracking down on gun sellers who don't perform them when, when required with the goal of, quote, moving us as close as we can to universal background checks without new legislation. That's a quote from Biden. The order also directs federal agencies to improve public awareness and promote the use of, quote, red flag laws and instructs the attorney general to release more information about federally licensed firearm dealers who violate the law. They are coming for our guns. Make no mistake about it. It's common sense. Biden said, no, it's not common sense. That last week, I think we talked about on International Women's Day, um, one hit wonder insane Cindy Lauper. I mean, you know, I mean, okay, two hits. She had true colors and she had girls just want to have fun. Is there, you know, that was what, 50 years ago? Can we stop having to hear from Cindy Lauper? But anyway, purple haired Cindy Lauper on International Women's Day dared to say that any laws that had to do with protecting the rights of the unborn and any laws that had to do with protecting children from uh, chemical castration and mutilation is how Hitler got started. You know how Hitler got started, Skins? And how he would not have been able to get his his slaughter, his genocide over? Yeah, to get the guns away from the people. He had to get the guns away. He had to get the guns away from the people. We're going to take a break. When we come back. What's more stupid than this? What's more stupid than Cindy Lauper? Drew Barrymore. I don't know. Is it Drew Barrymore or is it the White House and the Pentagon's reaction to Russia shooting down one of our drones? Huh. Can't decide. Stay tuned. We'll figure it out. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Hi, this is Nancy. Uh, I just had an observation that last night on the 13th of March, you had suggested that Arizona is on uh, daylight saving time, but uh, I don't believe they are. I have family in Arizona, and uh, they've been on standard time for some time now. So um, you might want to recheck. Uh, thanks. Bye. Bye. 
Nancy, thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. We knew that their clock stayed at a yeah, certain... It, it does stay the same. I was fuzzy on which... Stay the same. Yeah. So, well, that's interesting. So, that they stay on standard time. I don't know that I care that much whether it's standard time no, or daylight savings. as long as it stays one direction. Right. Um, callers, do you care whether or not it stays on daylight savings time or standard time as long as it stays? I think if Arizona's on standard and, 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 and then we, I wonder if Hawaii's on standard or daylight so savings. based on that, current we're not in sync with Arizona because right now we're in savings time. Right. So, I mean, I think if we, I guess if we already have two states that are on one standard, if we want to make them uniform, then move everybody just to standard. Otherwise, let each state figure it out. But thank you, Nancy. I I didn't realize that it was on standard time. See, that's why we have the comment line. If you don't want to come live and you just want to share some good information, 844-814-5227. If you want during these tough economic times to uh, get a gift certificate, a $50 gift certificate to go shop at the best store in San Diego that carries um, the best gear for work, the Carhartt pants that have so many different styles from the cargo with the pockets to ones that look, you know, from like regular khakis to look, you know, styled like jeans, all different sizes and colors and different styles. They've got a whole wall full of them. They got Filson and Browning. I was talking to the gal who uh, did my hair today. Miss Monica moved to Italy, so I have a new hair gal filling in for Miss Monica who abandoned me and moved to Italy, who I got to FaceTime, by the way. So anyway, I was telling my new hair gal, uh, Carolina, about Iron Mountain Outfitters. She hadn't been there yet. Um, well, maybe Carolina needs to start listening to the show along with you guys, because sometime this month and through April, if you listen every night of the week, 6 to 8 p.m., you just might hear, you will hear, by the way, uh, when we give away our next $50 gift certificate to the best store in San Diego County, the best prices and the best quality gear, better than what you're going to get on internet. You can go to... Go to uh, um, shop brick and mortar shop and store great return policy people there to help you figure out what you need 8493 La Mesa Boulevard look for the standing bear outside there was this big story that came out controversial today that had to do with um, you know American customers what would they rather have would they rather have I, I think this was the debate um would they rather talk to um, use like a, a chat system or would they rather talk to somebody in India if they've got a customer support problem? Well, I like brick and mortar. I want to go in and see somebody if I've got a problem with my product and be able to exchange it. Maybe I bought the wrong size. Maybe for somebody as a gift or whatever. Or maybe something happened. I need to exchange it or return it. I, you know, anyway, I you know, it's like to me, it's a no brainer. If I have to deal with a national company that doesn't have a local, you know, outlet i want to talk to a live person i'd rather talk to a live person than do with the chat thing don't you agree even or if they're in India, automation systems are just oh they're nightmares it makes me crazy when you got to press all these different you know buttons and then you never get to talk to a live person and or sometimes it's 15 minutes later yeah oh that makes me crazy so my first choice is brick and mortar anytime any place anywhere I only order off the internet if I absolutely have no choice. And I only times I ever really deal with customer service is if got I've got an account with somebody um, or like a credit card or, you know, like maybe if I buy an appliance and I've got a call. And did you know that there's a customer service help person available to you if you've got a question about Smucker's Jam? Well, I mean, that's just an extremely important area of life. So Who's got questions so. about jam? I mean, I don't understand. You you read the label. What's the question? 
Yeah, how difficult it is it to spread it on the bread yeah. or whatever you're spreading it on. Right. What's your problem? What do you need? What do you need customer assistance for? Would you jam? <laughs> if you got it places it shouldn't be, wash it off. Okay, can't help you beyond that. Um, how hard is it to figure out what to do with the U.S. military when Russia? I mean, at the same time in which we're spending trillions of dollars. Well, uh, maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe we haven't got hit the T word yet when it comes to funding this this thing in Ukraine. Not far off. But yeah, because we got the big bad boogeyman called Putin. But here, Putin, Russia, downs a U.S. drone. Shouldn't it be pretty clear what our response is? Shouldn't it be harsh? You would think. Is, is, shouldn't it be more along the lines of what Trump was saying early on, even before he took office? You come for us, you do anything to us, and we are going to unleash. I'm paraphrasing, of course. We're going to unleash on you. In fact, it was Trump who was going to launch us into World War III. This man cannot be anywhere near the nuclear codes, right? That was what we heard about Trump. Were we not the most safe, the most nationally secure, and without conflict in, in and Andrew, decades? said it once during the show. Uh, how many wars did Trump get us into? Yeah. It's called peace through strength. Same thing as Reagan. On the heels of when Obama let I'm old enough to remember when Obama was president and our Navy sailor, sailors were humiliated after after they were, you know, kidnapped. So after the um, U.S. Russia fighter jets downed our military drone. What's the Pentagon have to say about it? Skins, please play clip three. Was this collision itself an accident on Russia's behalf? And is the U.S. responding as such? Um, so, you know, we are uh, continuing to assess exactly what happened, but I think um, based on the actions of the Russian pilots, it's clear that it was unsafe, unprofessional, um, and I think the actions speak for themselves. Um, what, we, what we saw, again, were, were fighter aircraft dumping fuel in front of this uh, UAV uh, and then getting so close to the aircraft that it actually damaged the propeller on the MQ-9. Uh, we, we assess that it likely caused some damage to the Russian aircraft as well. Um, to our knowledge, well, we know that the aircraft, uh, the Russian aircraft did land. I'm not gonna go into where they landed. Um, but again, it's just demonstrative of uh, very unprofessional, unsafe airmanship on the part of these pilots. I'm sorry, what did he say I fell asleep? Russia shoots down our drone, and this guy is as as upset about it. I mean, he's he's more upset about he's. I got a text message from somebody the other day who opened up a can of what they thought was going to be green beans, and there was corn inside. I think that friend of mine that got the that got the corn instead of the green beans was more upset about that mix up in the can than Russia taking out our drone. Oh, but the U.S. military, we condemn it. Oh, you condemn it, do you? Oh, you condemn it. Do you strenuously condemn it? Remember in the movie A Few Good Men when Demi Moore's character keeps it? You're on our way, object. Uh, uh, Overruled. No, Your Honor, I strenuously object. That's a great scene. (laughs) Afterwards, the guy's like, oh, you strenuously object? Is that what you do? 
ridiculous, moronic. By the this, way, highly underrated movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know a whole I've seen that movie almost as many times as I've seen The Godfather. We only have two minutes before break, but I got to bring in my man, Disaffected Mike. He's on the line and he wants to talk trans stuff on Twitter. Maybe because I teased out, I was going to be talking about some Drew Barrymore. Hello, Disaffected Mike. Talk to me. Hey, so, well, the uh, first thing is, is you, you understand that we're governed now by professionally trained morons, right? So, Are they even professionally the trained morons or just garden variety morons? I, I think the professionally trained, considering, okay. considering uh, the quality of, of idiot uh, and imbecile that has been coming out of uh, universities for the last two generations. You okay. know, you can see, you can see uh, what we're dealing with right now. So they're professional. Um, they're like the Mo level professional of the morons yeah. instead of Larry yeah. and Curly. Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. Correct. Um, but I was going to ask you if you've been seeing this huge rash of transgender uh, uh, activism and acolytes uh, all over Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in a while. Um, so I decided to, you know, kind of dwell back into the cesspool and see what kind of uh, uh, deviancy and degeneracy has been replacing, um, you know, used to be, you know, Trump, Russia uh, and impeachment. And now I've gone back uh, that uh, and now it's just transgender crap everywhere. Have you been well, noticing that? Or well, I, what do you mean? Just- what do you mean? Because I don't I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter when I go on there. I follow all conservatives. Um, I don't really, when when I see trans stuff, it's the mocking of Drew Barrymore based upon what she did today. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I'll talk about, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's tell the listeners about that real quick. So basically what I see when I go on Twitter, Twitter, when it related to trans is I see libs of TikTok pushing out the truth. I see people like DC Drano and John Cardillo and others and Charlie Kirk pushing out videos of showing the truth about how sexualized and disgusting and demented and se- the the and the pedophilic I don't know if that and and pedophilia full or I don't know the right word for that involved in these drag shows I don't really see a lot from the trans community but what happened I want to update everybody because there's a lot of defending of trans today and calling those of us that are that are that are pushing back on Drew Barrymore as transphobic so I'm seeing that today Drew Barrymore did an interview with a man who's dressed like a woman and Drew Barrymore did the most cringeworthy disgusting um, obsequious interview Virtue. ever, and it was, virtue signal. It was yeah, oh, it, of the worst possible kind. <laughs> it, to the degree right. to where Drew Barrymore gets on her knees at in front of this man and says, "You know, you know who I've been hardest on in my life, me." And then the the biological male gets on his knees. The best take that I heard from anybody on this today was a was a uh, African American gentleman named Xavier who works for PragerU, and he said Drew Barrymore is so stupid she doesn't realize that this was a win for the pa- patriot. We have men dressing up, pretending to be women, destroying the life. This is my add on destroying the lives of women in a variety of different ways. And we've got the morons like Drew Barrymore sucking up to them to to, to enter the community. And by the way, disaffected, Mike, I'm sick and tired of being called transphobic. I'm not scared of trans people. Don't try to bully me by trying to act like I'm fearful. Disaffected Mike isn't scared of anybody and neither am I. This is about calling out the mental illness that's going on here and how they're preying on children. I'll give you final thoughts. 20 seconds, disaffected Mike. 
Well, I've told you before that the, the end game is to, for these people, is to basically get your children to drive age of consent laws uh, yep. and, may, and decriminalize pedophilia so that these people can have unfettered sexual access to your children. So they're using, they're using these sympathy plays of transgenderism, which is really mental illness, to promote this nonsense. But that's ultimately their end game. But I've always, I think you've heard me say before, that, that this is a win for the patriarchy. Feminist, you, you, you don't see a single feminist. Where's Gloria Steinem on all this? We don't see a single feminist talking about, uh, about transgenderism nope. and how it's displacing women and how men are now inserting themselves into areas where women have traditionally been, a.k.a. women's sports, uh, and, and yep. other and other places, including so, sexual abuse, including sexual That's abuse, right. where they're pulling out their male parts in front of girls in locker rooms past the point of a break. Disaffected Mike, we appreciate you. Thanks okay. for calling yeah. in. All right. We've got some more idiocy we can share with you on the other side of the break. Brought to you by an actual biological woman. We'll share that with you when we come back. A.K. Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Going to read a couple emails here real quick. We'll save that other story for tomorrow. I've, I'm, I'm in, you know, I need to end on a high note. Okay, so this from a listener. Did you go out for a talk? Keep daylight savings time because we were posing the question daylight or standard. She says, keep daylight savings time. Did you go out for a taco? That was a rerun. Uh, even Quack. The only part of the show tonight that was a rerun, rerun was with Quack. He couldn't be with us tonight, but I always like to keep the news you can use and not everybody heard that segment before. So we kept... Uh, so we did a replay of a segment before with him. She says, Smucker's Jam has better customer service than AT&T. I got to know why you had to call some Smucker's customer service, girl. Do tell. We are interested. Um, Frankie says, we need alligator wing day of the week. <laughs> I love my boy Gator, but I do. I have eaten some alligator a day or two in my time. Thank you, Frankie. Alice Omo says, Taco Tuesday. How was that meat filling recipe I sent you for tacos? Pretty good, huh? It was very good. It wasn't pretty good, girl. It was very good. Um, another One more time for another email. Let's see. Oh, it's Mo again. Great feel-good story. Please be sure to look at this pup rescue in Long Beach. Oh, Skins and I looked at it before the show. And by the way, he's adorable. Oh, my gosh. It was a little Bichon Frise named Tofu, I think, was the the pup's name. Um, She says, not cuter than Gator. True. Thank you. Or Skins. Um, Was saved by a really hot lifeguard. Yeah, he was easy on the eyes. She goes on to say, bless his heart. The dude needs to have something great done for him. Animal lovers are the best. Even cat lovers, she says. He's my hero forever. Uh, For my part, people need to be more responsible with their critters. Keep an eye on that little one, Andrea. I agree with you, Mo. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's definitely a nominee for Hero of the Week. Uh, coming up. All right, tomorrow is Wednesday. I reached out to Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. I want him to come on and and see if there's anything more we need to know about this executive order on uh, gun control for tomorrow. That and more, so don't miss it. We'll see you all back here, 6 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow night. And if you can't make it, just get the podcast wherever you download your podcast. Stay safe, drive careful. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.